The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. This segment is brought to you by Carbach. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Will Fuller suspended six games for PEDs? Yeah, I would have taken those bar nuts now. Yeah, I would have too. Because now, well, we talked about this before. You thought that they could maybe get a third round as a comp- uh, compensatory yeah. pick. Yeah. You think they could still get that? <sighs> Don't know now. Because this is yet another season where this guy can't he can't put together a full season, yeah, not even close to a full maybe season. Maybe that's why he was able to stay healthy. Yeah. A lot of people asking, what's a better coaching job, Chargers or Texans? On the surface, the Chargers are, to me, they're closer. It just comes down to, you, you know, how do you feel about the quarterbacks? If you believe in Justin Herbert, the Chargers is a better job because they've got four more years of Justin Herbert on right. the cheap. And if you think Justin Herbert is good, not great, and you think Deshaun Watson is great, then you probably like the Texans job better. Here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. Our number three, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can hit us up on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A-J is the real, at Aaron is blitzed, at Degenerates975, at MK Pallet. As uh, Eric Warner joins us, you can also watch us on Twitch, you can text the show, you know all that. And uh, tell you what, one of our favorite guys, Eric Warner from Carbot joins us, and we've got some Carbot in front of us. still in Colorado, that lazy bum. Eh, I, I wouldn't be in any hurry to leave Colorado for here myself, so... Yeah, I was supposed to have gone on a plane uh, earlier today, but um, kind of multiple COVID-related factors uh, sort of derailing that a little bit. But you already uh, had the Roni. You don't have it again, do you? No, I don't think so, man. I I don't know. No, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Um, but you know, just trying to do the right thing, you know, avoid travel a little bit. We're kind of going at the brewery. We're kind of going back to really just trying to keep the people that are actually like on the floor, making the product every day uh, in the brewery and, and keep all the seagull managers out. And then uh, my mom is, uh, she, she lives in a, like a retirement community and that place is just kind of exploding with cases. So kind of want to, be close by just in case although it's funny because we you, you know we're trying to encourage her to like get out of there and she's like well if i you know if, if i leave and come back then i have to like go on quarantine for 14 days and it's like mom they've had you locked down there for a month <laughs> what what what's the 14 difference days, right yeah so but uh yeah so we're gonna have to do the next couple shows uh unfortunately uh virtually again but uh, I did uh, send you guys some silver can samples to yeah, try, I, and we've we've popped it open. You can see on the uh, the Twitch. This does not look like beer, my friend. Uh, I, I can uh, I can see right through this. What is going on? What are we drinking here? 
Okay, so what, as usual, you guys are getting the advanced copy. Uh, you're really, in this case, getting the advanced, advanced copy. But uh, we are launching in January a Ranch Water, um, which uh, you may have seen a couple other uh, brands of Ranch Water out in the marketplace. Um, we tried them, and we're like, hey, we we can knock this out of the park. Our guys can do better. So. Um, it, this is a, uh, four and a half percent, 90 calorie, one gram of carbs, uh, gluten-free product that, uh, literally does drink like sparkling water. It's, it's dangerous how easily that stuff goes down. What do you, what do you guys think? You've, have you tried it or are you still just looking at it? No, we, I tried it and it, it doesn't taste like it's even got alcohol in it. Right? This is very interesting. Like this is something I... And now I'm very classy, so what I would do is mix this with Kool-Aid. You know, that's the beauty of this, AJ, is you can mix it with anything. I, I agree with you. I, I like to, you know, I'm getting old and bitter, so I need to taste my alcohol. So uh, I actually spike mine with a little bit of uh, tequila. Oh, um, okay. Because, you know, we, we don't have tequila in it. We have, you know, flavors in there to sort of mimic uh, you know, the margarita or, or the, the, the tequila flavor. Right? So it would be like a tequila but, soda if you were to do that. Say that again? Like, if does it taste like a tequila soda when you uh, when you put that in there? Yeah, it, 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 it kind of does. I mean, that's that's a great and, – and that but that's the thing. I mean, if you want to, you know, garnish it with more lime, you know, we've got some lime juice in it, but, it, you know, for some people they want more lime. Some people may want it sweeter, although, you know, the – the whole thing with this kind of group of products is, you know, the whole locale thing. And, you know, we've been working on this for a couple of years. Um, and, you know, we there was talk of doing like a Carbox seltzer, but it just didn't feel right. And, you know, when the whole ranch water cocktail thing started taking off and, and now that you have some other, you know, commercially available ranch waters in the market, that seemed like uh, the the kind of natural play for us. So, um, and I gotta say, it's it, delicious. Yeah, I, I you know what? I'd like to try it with vodka. Well, you like yeah. everything with vodka. <laughs> yeah, I like everything with vodka. True, but, but I, I'm going to try it with tequila tonight. That's my move. Yeah, I, I think both of those are great. I, I don't know how it would go with uh, with bourbon, but I, I mean, hey, people, uh, when this is out there. Uh, Play around, try it, come up with something new and creative. And we're, so this is the uh, agave lime version. This is the original version that'll come out in January. And then we're going to have um, some flavor extensions of that uh, around about March. And then we'll have a, a variety of, you know, variety 12 pack with, you know, some different flavors we're, we're still kind of working on. When you say flavor extensions, what do, what do we have in mind? Well, we're talking about um, a couple that are sort of, you know, not so citrusy and probably, you know, one or two that are. So, you know, orange, lemon, uh, grapefruit, you know, the obvious citrus flavors kind of come to mind. But then, uh, you know, we're kind of talking about uh, some, you know, maybe uh, uh, Texas fruits uh, like uh watermelon or, or prickly pear or something Ooh, like that. So um, we're, we're kind of taste testing those now to see which we like the best. Um, and, but, but yeah, I don't want it to be all citrus. 
I don't want it to be like all kind of crazy flavors either that um, people can't, you know, relate to. I mean, prickly pear is great, but a lot of people still don't know what it is or couldn't even describe what it tastes like, right? Well, and the great thing about this one is it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's ready-made to mix with stuff. And if the, the crazier you go with flavors, the less mixable it becomes. Yeah, great point, AJ. Great, great point. And that was honestly, like, as we did sort of competitor research on this, that's exactly what we felt that some of the competing products just had like too much flavor. It's, it's kind of, uh, you know, when you overdo the, the, the turkey gravy with, uh, too much salt and then you try to counterbalance it with more pepper, you know, it just doesn't really work. So yeah, we're trying to go easy on the flavors so people can kind of do their own thing. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. You, I think you'll drink more of it too, right? Yeah. It doesn't have gross flavors. So what's the uh, what's is it just going to be called Carbach Ranch Water or is it, is there going to have some sort of a uh, different name? What are, what are we looking yeah, at? Yeah, Carbach Ranch Water, and then and then it'll have uh, the you know the the flavors on each. So this one, like I say, this first one is agave lime, and um, so yeah, it'll it'll be real simple. The can, believe it or not, the cans it, it's got kind of the silver can look. Um, I'll I'll show you guys the. Uh, uh, the graphics, I'll, I'll, I'll text you a look at it, but you got to promise not to show anybody. Um, or DG uh, will have show, my head. We won't show anybody. We'll just share it on Twitter, and then people will see it for themselves. <laughs> there you go. Blame it on an intern. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, he was hacked. Yeah, <laughs> Told him not to do it. Uh, Eric Warner from Carbach is our guest. I was going to keep you for just one segment, but I, I – you know, we, we we talked about this as an interesting beer, so we had we got to talk about it for a while. I do want to talk to you about – uh, the game yesterday, the, the kind of the game that got talked about the most yesterday, and you're a Broncos fan, so it makes it a, a worthwhile conversation. So what we'll do is we'll hit a quick break, Aaron, and uh, on the other side of it, we'll if you've got if you've got the time, Eric. Uh, I have the time, AJ. For you guys, I, I would even make time if I did. It's the least you could do for not being here, like you said you were going to be. Exactly. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Eric Warner sticking around. Boy, this is smooth. It is, Eric. And uh, DG sent me the, uh, the the can art. It looks good. Yeah, this, this is going to be a hit for you guys, I think. I, I do too. I was just saying to Aaron in the break. Um, I, I think uh, you know we had in in uh, 2019 we had Crawford Bach, and you know this year obviously is kind of crazy. But I think between the Horseshoe Pilsner and uh, this Ranch Water, I, I think those those two brands are really going to uh, do well for us next year. I have, a, I have a pretty strong feeling about it. And, and like the, the yeah. you know you mentioned, you mentioned one it's like one carb per can. Yeah. See, that's going to be good for me when I'm back on that low-carb life. Yeah, because you can have 20 cans. Yeah, I'm allowed 22 net carbs <laughs> per day. So I can drink 20 of these and still be good if I don't eat anything else that day. 
do it like the monks do in Bavaria, man. Just live off the alcohol. Yeah. Seems like a win. And plus, it's got water in it, so it's got to keep me hydrated. Oh, big time. It's probably way more hydrating than, uh, than, than beer. I mean, I hate to say it. You know, and AJ, you know, you kind of touched on it at the outset. Um, you, you know, it is sort of uh, something we've come full circle on. Like when the whole seltzer thing started taking off a couple of years ago, we were like, oh, no effing way. And then we tried to do, um, you, you know, kind of a faux craft seltzer that had carbs and was more beer-like, and it just didn't seem like it was good. We weren't getting good. Like, our distributors weren't getting excited about it. And then, you know, the whole idea of the ranch water cocktail, you know, we, we, we saw that and was like, hmm, what if we tried to replicate that and get it in a in a can? And it's super Texas, and, um, you know, it, it's uh, – I think it's going to do really well. Well, uh, we wanted to ask you about this Broncos game. I think both of us thought the uh, NFL was – it's an absolute joke that they, they let them play like that and not move it back. And, and for all their talk about integrity of the game issues, that was about as uh, most lack of integrity I've ever seen. What, what were your thoughts as somebody who's there? Yeah, and I, I couldn't agree more. And honestly um, – I think the thing that, that really kind of hacks me the most about it is if you remember, what was it like week five, week six, the Broncos had to change their bye week and they were super flexible because Cam got COVID and the Patriots couldn't, you know, play. And so, you know, I feel, and, and I think I heard you guys say in the last that, and I agree too, you know, there's probably no way in hell they were going to beat the, uh, uh, the Saints either way. Um, but, you know, to do that to a team twice in a And, you know, you guys are talking about jobs, right? Like the big chatter here is, you know, Drew Locke, right? This is – you got six games left for him to audition for the future, right? And if he doesn't uh, perform in those next six games, which, again, I think there's a decent shot he won't, that, you know, he might be gone, Fangio might be gone, and and so it's just really and, – and these things are, I think, disruptive beyond just the week in which it occurs. And, hey, they're professionals making gazillions of dollars, right? So we, we shouldn't cry for them. But I think it, it, it just, you know, makes us you – know, they started off with an inordinate amount of injuries. Then they had the COVID surprise with the Patriots game. Uh, and now this, it, that's, that's tough. And yeah, I agree. It's a joke. And especially if you look at the way they've handled the, I mean, I don't know if L Jacks is, uh, supposed to play, uh, tomorrow or not, but you know, if he does end up playing, it's like, well, look, you guys basically moved this around in part, probably because, uh, L Jacks tested positive and he thought, you know, it might've been a false alarm or something yet you know, you wouldn't do it for the Broncos. And the other thought I've had, guys, is I wonder, and this would have been a great, you know, question potentially for Lance, but what the heck is Elway doing or somebody? I mean, you got to be beating your, your fists on the table to, to Goodell or whoever's saying, we're not going for this, guys. This is BS. Well, I think, you know, and maybe if the Broncos were a playoff team, or a playoff contender, maybe they handle it a little, little bit differently. I, I, I wonder if that's the 
that's why they're treating the Broncos situation different than the Ravens situation because the Ravens are, I mean, I, the, the Ravens are not only prop. I mean, if you look at the rest of their schedule, even if they lose this game, they're probably a playoff team. Uh, but the, the Ravens have the MVP of the league on their team. They, they are a, a, a probable playoff team. That's probably why they're treating it a little bit differently. I agree with you. Not that that makes it right. On garbage. But think about if you're Seattle or Green Bay. I mean, I think with Drew Locke, there's, okay, maybe there's a, you know, weird stuff happens at Mile High Stadium. I've seen it all my life. And, and you know, the Saints, honestly, I, I don't think played that great a game anyway. But if I'm one of those two teams, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. You're, you're gifting them a, a, a first-round buy here. So I, I think there's more to it than just the the Broncos side. I agree that's probably a, a factored into their decision, but I'd be really upset if I were, um, you know, the the two other divisions beside the NFC East uh, leaders. Uh, you, you know, I'd be really upset. Well, you know who's not upset about it is the Kansas City Chiefs, who, I, you know, I'm sure the NFL wants to see them in the Super Bowl again, and and. You know, the the one seed is the easiest way to do it. What's you know, this there's not a lot of tough games left on Pittsburgh's schedule. Uh and who knows if Baltimore if if they can give them a game, I don't know if they've got the bodies to do it this week, but if anybody's going to, you would assume it'd be Baltimore. So maybe Kansas City's probably not mad about this either. No. No, yeah, they're gonna get this Denver team next week, uh uh next Sunday night, which by the way, I don't know why that didn't get flexed, but different subject for a, a different day um, that, that, you know, is, is going to be reeling. And, uh, you know, um, I, I think Denver, I heard you guys talking about it before, you know, they, they still had that sort of mathematical uh, chance, you know, theoretically they, they probably still do, but this was definitely like the dream crusher game. They're done. Season is over. Yeah, and and wait, looking at that Chiefs schedule, I mean, they've still got at New Orleans when with maybe Breeze back by then because that's December twentieth. Yeah, and uh, they've got to go to Miami, but uh, otherwise, it, it's pretty much smooth sailing for them. So it, it is interesting, but I think it also, if nothing else, it's just a bad look on the league. It, it does look like they're trying to influence outcomes when you do stuff like this, and and, and no knock on the kid for going out there and having to play quarterback, but they wouldn't even let him you know, use their assistant coach because, oh, we don't want people stashing coaches uh, that, that could wind up playing. Well, what the hell is the difference between that and a practice squad? I don't understand. And it's COVID time, man. It's different. So uh, how long do you think you'll be uh, hanging around up there? Yeah, well, I, I, I think it was telling AJ, uh, I, you know, the original plan, I was coming down there for, you know, until Christmas and then back up to Colorado. So, and then I was going to be here like January, good chunk of February. But now it looks like I'll come down in January. So just got to, you know, see how this all shakes out. Like I say with my mom, you know, that's kind of big, big deal here. But, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to see you guys in December. But I do need to send you that that bottle of gross liquor. And uh, and, and maybe there's a way I can um, – uh, you know, you know, virtual in for one of the happy hours before the holidays because I'm curious. I want to try this crap too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, my man. Sounds good. All right, that is Eric Warner from Carbach. Uh, check out January. You said the ranch water will be available. 
Yes, sir. Uh, first couple of weeks of January at a favorite uh, retailer near you. All right, man. Well, we will. Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll talk to you before then, but we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks and uh, stay safe up there in Colorado, brother. Thanks, guys. You too. All right, man. All right, boy. This is good stuff. Yeah, not bad. So, yeah, I was I was telling Eric yesterday about our our ordeal on the on the trip, which I had, we need to get to that story next. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that when we come back. It's it's not it's not awful. I mean, I knew there. Were, I knew there were going to be glitches, but you know it's also one of those things where every glitch that you could have had, for the most part, with the exception of a flat tire, happened. Oh. So, uh, but that's you know what didn't glitch was me going to Doctor Linville. That went perfect. And uh, guys, if you've been looking at that thinning hairline and thinking, "Hey, man, I need to do something," well, Doctor Linville can help. And I I looked at so many options. I I, I was pretty much down to uh, I'm going to shave it unless I can find something that works and I'd given up and I was ready to shave my head and start over. And then I met Dr. Lindell and he started explaining the procedure. And he's like, Oh yeah, all I do is take your own hair and put it where it's missing. And they moved 2,451 follicles from the back of my head to the front. And it's awesome. It worked beautifully. It's my own hair. It's not hair plugs. It's not some wig. And what really sold me was when I was talking to him, I'm looking at his hair and he's going, Oh yeah, I had it done. And his hair looked fantastic. He just wants to help people. And he wants guys who, who are in that position, especially you guys are younger and starting to lose it. Now's the time to get it done. And the other cool thing is if you're not working at your office right now and you don't want people to know, this is the perfect time to get it done. So, so when you go back, they'll just say, hey, you look great. Go to 975hair.com. Set up your consultation. It's free for ESPN listeners. 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back after this break. I think I need help. I'm drowning in myself. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. I think we should drink one of these every show. This is, like, <laughs> awesome. So, um, yeah, my, my, my trip didn't go well because uh, when we, uh, well, first off, I don't want to say who, not me, but somebody left a light on while it was parked at our place. And so I, I had to jump it the next morning because it drained the batteries. That's a good start. Wise, what a guys. And then we get there and get set up on Thursday and everything's looking good. We get it plugged in and somebody, not me, decides she's going to have all the appliances on at once. And uh, basically... Like what appliances? Well, there's a air conditioner, a, a stove, a TV, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff. And it basically Blue tripped breaker. some kind of circuit and not the breaker because I, I went through all that. And so now we're not getting power to it. Like it, like the, the lights work and a couple of anything that's on DC works, but anything AC doesn't. And it's not charging, which wound up to be kind of a problem because... Somebody, not me, didn't notice that the batteries got really low and we had to jump it again the next morning. And so I, I there's basically a, a reset switch that I can't find. I spent three days looking for it that all you have to do is flip that and it'll, you know, put the power back on. So, I mean, we were able, I mean, it was fine. I wasn't going to watch TV anyway. I didn't need an air conditioner. 
So it wasn't like any of that mattered. Right. But throwing the fact that it rained all damn day, Friday, and then Saturday I got out and did some fishing and some hiking. I, and it, and it was it was fun before all that, but then it started raining again. Here's a question that you I, I don't know if you want me to ask because it may make you sad. Do you have some kind of like warranty? Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'll just say one positive. I insisted on the warranty. Okay, so it, it's fine, and I I mean I'll figure it out. I'll probably figure it out before I have just to making take sure it you didn't just get a lemon. No, no, we didn't. It, it's just you know, the first time with it, you know, there's going to be issues. Everybody has issues with stuff like this first time out. I, I mean, and then of course, just as a last bleep you, uh, the storage unit that we went to yesterday, the lots aren't marked. So we basically had to go to two different places. Well, she had to, I had to sit there in the damn thing and wait for about an hour to find out which lot it goes in so that I could park it. So that was kind of a, a last minute bleep you. But um, otherwise, you know, the thing drives pretty well for that big. I didn't struggle. I thought I'd have some problems with it. But, you know, at first it was it was nerve-wracking because apparently the entire city of Houston decided to go out 59 north on Thanksgiving morning. I mean, the entire city. And so I had to, I, I got some good experience driving in traffic with it. So you guys went out Thursday morning? Yeah, I went out Thursday morning. What, to, did you guys eat Thanksgiving food? Yeah, we had we had turkey on Thursday. Did you make it in the oven in the in the Well, RV? no because the oven didn't work, but uh oh. yeah. So we uh but no, it, and Did you like a turkey sandwich from Subway? <laughs> no, it was that we had our own turkey that okay. was already made. So uh but no, it was and I went to Martin Dye State Park for the first time, which was really cool. Uh I, it, I I think between it and Huntsville, I've got my two favorite parks because I really like Huntsville a lot, but this one was terrific. And you ever um, been to Garner State Park? Uh I have God's country. I see. But you know, the cool thing is I was kind of saying this thing doesn't have much miles on it, but when I think about it, there's so many good state parks within two hours around here. You don't really need to go cross country with it. Now, eventually we'll, we'll take it to like Saskatchewan, but, uh, no, but I really enjoyed the park and, um, only about a two hour drive. So not too bad and not, not too far from our, maybe 30 minutes from our place in village mills. Okay. So um, it's just going a different direction. You basically take 59 to 190 and uh, and go through Livingston. And it was, uh, you know, so it was, it was nice and relaxed. I didn't get to fish enough because of the weather. I didn't get to do as much of that as I would like. To. And, and the little dog for her first trip was pretty much a jerk until she got on, until we got to go for a hike. <clears throat> and then she loved Excuse that. And, and then she was fine. So uh, this ranch water is going to be a problem for that. Yeah, well, you are already you're already doing that, but yeah. So uh, I would just say, kind of a moderate, you know, not a unmitigated disaster, kind of a mitigated disaster. Okay, but I mean, it wasn't like I lost anything. That I wasn't going to watch TV. The only problem was is like I had no cell phone service there, and our internet wasn't set up yet, which it wouldn't have mattered because that would have gotten fried too. So uh, <laughs> yeah, and of course, everything was my fault. Uh, of course it's like, and, and you know i'm like asking hey where do I, I put this i get bigger problems than that right now it's like well yeah you did it so uh but anyway we'll, we'll get it fixed and you know I, I actually looked at some youtube videos last night so i think i have it figured out but if that doesn't work we'll just take it to the dealer and have them fix it and no big deal all right i mean you both made it back to the city alive that's a win. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a little tense. It's a win for you, maybe. <laughs> it was a little tense. I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
because, you know, like I said, when things go wrong, then it's always my fault. Always. Welcome to marriage. Yeah, that's what it is. It's almost like it's your first time. Uh, well, it's, I'm, I'm used to it by now. It's, it's, it's old hat. Uh, that, and then plus when she gets irritated and she says she wants something done, she wants it done like immediately, you know? And it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm just, I'm just here to do what I'm told. But, uh, but yeah, so I, so we're probably going back in two weeks. Um, I don't know if we'll go to Huntsville or if we'll go back out there, but, um, you know, I, 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 I could see us doing this like every other weekend, especially with so many places close by. And it's it's nice when it's working. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so let's get back to college football because uh, we talked a little bit about Texas. And, and one of the things that I think has got to chafe a little bit is A&M being in the playoff conversation and Texas not. Oh, I'm sure they don't like it. Um, but – and. Let's be honest. Let, let's say say what's what about A and M. They didn't look good this weekend. No, their defense did. Uh, their defense sure. looked good. Come on, don't don't, don't. sure. L, but LSU's offense is horrendous. They, they are, but I mean, it, it, it's just they should have handled that LSU team if they are a legit playoff contending type team. They should have hammered that LSU team. Yeah, that, my, like did your. Your uh, like what you thought of A and M? Did it improve? Or it, it, it didn't really change. I don't think they they played as well as I was uh, expecting them to play. Okay, but uh, but I, they haven't really blown out a whole hell of a lot of teams. So they're That's, not really an explosive offense. That's no, they're they're not. But they play really good defense and they do just enough. And I still think that Auburn's going to be a problem for them, even with Auburn losing. Uh, but you know, I but I. I mean, they're beating the teams in front of them, and it's still the SEC. And that Florida win still looks good. Yeah. So. Although Florida could have looked better this weekend, too. It was freezing and raining, you dope. Freezing and and raining as far as, what, for making an excuse for Aggie? Yeah, I guess. You you dope. You're dope. Okay. Um, But, no, I I thought... (laughs) The thing so, is, when it, so when Aggie can't score, it's freezing and raining. But since LSU couldn't score, that's dominant defense. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, just, I, I, I lost a little of – they lost a little luster for me. But I'm not the one who makes the decision, so it doesn't really matter. But I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't blown away by that. I thought that this – for a team that needs style points, this was a chance to get some style points, even though LSU isn't what they have been. They're a big enough brand name that if you went out there and just pulled their pants down, it'd look really good for you. And they they kind of came up flat. Yeah, they... And like I just said, Florida kind of came up flat against Kentucky, too. Yeah. I thought Florida was going to hammer Kentucky. And they were just kind of... Eh, took them forever to get started. They were they were trailing in that game. So... Yeah, I, I don't feel like Aggie was ever in any danger of losing the game. And, you know, again, I, I, I didn't expect... It, I mean, you know, it, I haven't really lost any, any – my opinion of them hasn't changed. And, and I I still wonder if Kellen Mond is good enough to be a quarterback on a playoff team. And that, that's been my big concern about them. But they also, you know, 
they haven't had a lot of games where they've blown people out. No. I mean, that's they barely remember they barely beat Vanderbilt. The Miss, Mississippi State game was kind of like this. They were never in doubt, but they didn't exactly. They didn't impress. No, their defense played well. Um, the Arkansas game, and Arkansas has been a surprise. I mean, they put up 42 there. And the South Carolina game last week was probably their most dominant of the season. But other than that, man, it's all been games like Saturday. They play pretty good defense, and they get just enough points, and they don't really impress the hell out of you. I think there's, outside of that, I think there, like as far as the playoffs concerned, there's a couple storylines that came out over the weekend. Notre Dame had a good win. Uh, yeah. I thought Notre Dame was in trouble this weekend, and Notre Dame's defense, which I have not been impressed with, they came to play, and they held down a good North Carolina team, uh, and that, that's a good win for them. And honestly, they they should pro- they probably deserve to be number two in the in the rankings. Like it's it's deserved. Yeah, I I I have no problem with them being number two, considering you know they win over Clemson. That that's a good win for them. I'll tell you who's in trouble: the Ohio State University. Michigan's dealing with COVID. If Michigan can't play, and by the way, Jim Harbaugh has plenty of reasons to not play. Oh God, yeah. And they 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 let Penn State out of the grave. Yeah, they're like they're not going to beat Ohio State. You're looking to save your job. You can't beat Ohio State this year, but you could keep them out of the playoff <laughs> if you say, "Hey, we can't play Ohio State," and and they've got to do they've got to pull a Florida State like they like Florida State did to Clemson. Wait till the last minute and be like, "Guys, we just can't do it. We can't play. Sorry." Now Ohio State's got – they don't have enough games. Now they won't have played enough games to even be in the Big Ten Championship. We, we, I don't think they're going to start putting 5-0 and o teams in the playoff. So they could really screw over Ohio State. It's a possibility. And I don't think Ohio State's great to begin with. Right. I mean, Indiana pushed the hell out of them. Well, uh, another team we can stick a fork in is Oregon. Yeah, uh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and I knew, I knew they weren't a – I've been saying there's not a team in that Pac-12 that's a, a playoff type team, uh, but that's one less thing that that teams like Aggie have to worry about. You know, Florida, A uh, and M, even Clemson. Uh, what I will say is, if you're a team that is not Alabama, I think the one thing that everybody can get behind not not that I I think it's fun, but everybody should be a, a Notre Dame fan going forward. Because if Notre Dame is able to win out, that opens up another spot. Yeah. If Notre Dame loses, they may have done enough now. That no, I think they have. Go, oh. I was saying that when they beat Clemson. It's like, you know what? We may have three of the four teams right now. Yeah, and I would. I can't believe that I'm saying there's they, they might put two ACC teams into the playoff, but it's entirely possible. And there will be a lot of pissed off Aggie fans. And, you know, I don't. The SEC is not what it's been because, I mean, LSU is bad. Auburn's bad. Uh, Tennessee is horrific, even though they were supposed to be good. Like all these teams, like they, there's just not a lot of quality teams. Alabama's great. This, this is a really good team. Alabama's the, the one thing I know. Alabama's good. Yeah. They're the best team. If you think there's a team better than Alabama, you're not watching these games. If Alabama loses to anybody, playoffs or not, it's going to shock me because they're that much better. But if you are a team uh, of a And M or a fan of A and M or Florida or uh, hell, even Ohio State, I think the best thing that can happen for, or Cincinnati, the best thing you can wish for is for Notre Dame to keep winning and to beat Clemson. 
because otherwise Notre Dame and Clemson are going to take up two of those spots. Oh, and, the, and one of them's a gimme. Well, Alabama's in. And phony-ass Northwestern gone now, too. Yep, they're out, too. That. But, hey, here's the thing. If you're Aggie, and I don't think you have to worry about anything other than Florida's going to play Alabama in the championship game, and they're going to get killed. Well, that's the other thing. You have to be an Alabama fan. Yeah. If you're if you're one of these fringy teams now, you need to cheer for the teams that are undefeated. Because if if Florida beats Alabama, Alabama's in. Florida's in. Yeah. Both of them are in. So that means there's no room for Aggie. Right. There's no room for Cincinnati. Whereas on on if 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 Florida has two losses, they're gone. Right. So I, I think that's the thing. If you're a fan of one of these teams, you need to start cheering for the unbeatens. Besides yeah. Ohio State, you could probably hope they lose. Yeah, but because Ohio State, they don't have enough games played that they can fade a loss. Right. Because uh, it, it, it's one thing to be ten and one at the end of the season; it's an entirely different thing to be five and one. That that ain't gonna fly. Right, and I, I don't think they're gonna lose, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they're. I think they're. Good. I just don't know that they're what they were last year. Who, Ohio State? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know that they're going to lose either, but I'm telling you, Michigan not playing them would be as bad as a loss. It'd be pretty awesome. It would be kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll tell you what's awesome. New breaks. And, uh, man, listen, these guys come to you. Uh, they're, and I've had several listeners tell me the same thing. They're super nice. They're quick. And uh, they, they do a great job. And all while you're sitting at home doing whatever you want or you're at your office, they come to you. And breaks is what they do, and it's all that they do. They're convenient, 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers. You don't want to go be sitting in a dealership right now or in a shop waiting for your brakes to get fixed. Uh, that's not social distancing. They're going to come to you and take care of everything. You get a 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty. And if you just go to newbreaks.com, you're going to get a transparent, surprise-free repair quote. And uh, they'll reach out within a couple of minutes and get you set up, and it's all fantastic. Imagine sitting there. Drinking beer in your underwear while somebody's fixing your brakes, and you don't even have to worry about it. It's newbreaks.com, and if you mention ESPN, you're going to receive 10% off N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off newbreaks.com. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. All right, I got to tell you guys about TGS Insurance, and we are living in a time where you, you a lot of people don't have just frivolous money to throw around. Um, everybody's tightening up a little bit because who knows where COVID's going? People are w- worried about their jobs, worried about security. Well, one place you can save some money is on your homeowner's insurance. You know why? Because you're not you're probably you probably don't know what you're even got what you what you're paying now, what you've got now. Why not even just check it out and see if you can save some money through TGS? TGS Insurance, they've built the system. It's so simple. You text the word money to 232323. They come back and ask for your address. You reply back with that. Boom. 15 seconds or less, they're going to send you a full firm insurance quote with excellent coverage just like that. Uh, I, I saved over $1,000 annually on this. The average customer saving 900 bucks. Graham down the hall saved 2600 that could be you. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with my good friends at TGS. 
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. One final segment to go. Man, we got to, got to cover a lot of stuff today. It was, it was a little bit sportsy. We had some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, but you know, sportsy kind of weekend, so wasn't too much else to get into. Yeah, we'll we'll have we'll we'll mix it up a little bit tomorrow. And we didn't even really talk too much about the um, the the lady kicker because I didn't think it was that much of a story. We mentioned early in the show that she's not the first ki- girl to kick in a in a football game. Yeah, I, I don't know why everybody's making a big deal out of this because, um, I mean, this was a story I think twenty years ago. Yeah, uh, was when it was so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's cute, good deal, but this this isn't groundbreaking. It isn't and it isn't unique. It isn't original. This is an unpopular opinion, and I said this on Twitter, and it, p- people defended it somehow. I said that wasn't a good kickoff. Like they, that's not that's not good. And they're like, she did that on purpose. Okay. I, I want you to ask yourself this. Do you ever remember a coach saying, you know what would be really good for us if the other team started at the 35-yard line? That's what we should go for. Let's have them start at the 35. Like now, Bill, maybe, Bill O'Brien would say something now like maybe that. Now, maybe like you kick an onside kick that you've got a chance to recover. Otherwise, you want to kick it deep and, and you know either get a touchback or pin him back. No one ever says, let's give ourselves no chance to recover, but also not pin him back deep. Let's get let's give them real good starting field position. No one does that on purpose. You so I mean, they may have intentionally said, "Hey, we're not going to let you kick it off because somebody might block you and you'll get splattered all over the field." And that would be a bad that'd be bad. PR. You know, there's one one player on that team at least that would be looking to headhunt. Of course, there. You would know, be. you would be if you were on that. Uh, not team. me. I'm a yeah. gentleman, uh-huh. but there are some people uh-huh. who would. And they were like, well, th- th- all the good PR they've gotten, it would just be bad PR if they, if they had letting her get splattered. So, I, it's like I but, said, it's a good story, but there's no chance that that was like that's that's the goal all along. But coming up with the plan of okay, she's gonna kick, she's gonna basically squib kick it to protect her. Doesn't that go against the whole women can do anything men can yes. do? Like, if you're saying she could go out there and play the game, then let her go out there and get earholed a couple times and go. Man, that was rough to watch, but he said she could play the game just like us. Yeah, I, I just, I was baffled that, I mean, I thought it was a cute story. Of course, it got the coach fired, uh, but which nobody's mentioned. Yeah. I, I thought it was cute, but I also think this was done with Katie Nida, and she actually kicked extra she points. points. Yeah. And that was groundbreaking, and no one's, I mean, have we just forgotten that? I guess we have. Uh, and I don't know what year that was, but it was a big story at the time. And, you know, she actually had some talent. I mean, yep. she could actually kick. And this girl talked about how much she's overcome. Like, oh, my God. Like, what'd you overcome, really? They said, hey, uh, you're on the soccer team, right? Do you want to you come kick the football for us in the second half? Okay. See, I, that doesn't seem like a lot to overcome. I think, I think the assistant coach was getting stoned and watching the uh, Texas State Armadillos and Kathy Ireland. It's like, yeah, yeah. And let's it, bring and her like, on. And you, like, if you if you question the validity of the whole thing, you're a sexist. Like, 
but it's clearly just a PR story that they're trying to they're trying to hype up. It was, I, I don't know. I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. Well, and I think especially because she wasn't the first girl to do it. No, yeah, you want to say first in the SEC? Great, but a lot of these stories said she was the first. They were just wrong. They were wrong. And no, but that was like Katie Nido was a, a really big story back yeah, then. Yeah, and at least it made sense back then because she was the actual first one. Now it's just weird. Yeah, and I and I'd, I'd have to fact check this. I'm almost sure. A second girl also kicked. It, it sounds like you're. I think like you're in a right. smaller school. I, I'm. Yeah. I don't know her name. It might be. So it, it might be division. It, it, I think it might be FCS or something like that. Maybe so, but I don't but, think. I, I think there was another girl who did it. So, but I I remember Katie Hnida's name, which is a weird name, H N I D A. Yeah. But that's probably why I remember it. But I remember it because it was a big story when she yeah. when she did it. Yeah. And so you can't have the big story twice. Well. I don't. I don't know why they. Like were. you can't say tonight. Russell Wilson's the first African American quarterback to start an NFL game. Well, no, he's not. <laughs> We've had that moment. That that was on Monday night. That, well, no, 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 we we did that too. In twenty twenty. No, no, we've done that this week. This week, he's the first African American quarterback to start against a ginger quarterback when both teams have bird mascots in the rain on a Monday night. Nice. First time ever. (laughs) History-making. Immortal. Stupid. All right. Sorry. I got got sidetracked here. Uh, So, you know what? Let's do the dumbass report. Oh, really? Well, I guess I just picked my favorite story. What what should I pick? I've got a, uh, a monument being taken down, a man shooting a wife for bringing her new boyfriend to Thanksgiving, or a toppled monument. Hmm. Let's go with toppled monument. Okay. Well, you know a lot of people are, are taking down these monuments because racism. Right. Uh, one of the ones that would, seemed like it was going to make it was the 96-foot-high uh, McKinley Monument in Niagara Square in Buffalo. Uh, unfortunately, a minivan decided they were going <laughs> to try to take it down the old school way. And they drove at a high rate of speed uh, and crashed into the monument. One person was killed. Another was injured. Uh, The van caught on fire. Uh, Police were on the scene of of the downtown 7.30 a.m. wreck in less than 45 seconds. So it was obviously very... uh, very Dumbass. The vehicle's engine was found lying on the opposite side of the monument from the point of impact. Neither victim was identified, uh, but a criminal investigation is underway as the driver remained at Erie County Medical Center. So there's something that the uh, passenger died. So, yeah, this sounds like a a suicide over or attempted suicide. Maybe so. Always say, if you're going to do a murder-suicide, skip the murder part. It looks like he skipped the suicide part. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Or he's just a really awful driver. It could be. Could be a lady driver. Yeah, I guess we shouldn't. Oh, no. If a lady can kick, they can damn sure drive a car into a statue. All right. Uh, great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. Till tomorrow, stay rona free, bitches. ESPN 97.5.